Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard, and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. This is Pastor Benjamin Davis, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Holly, again. Say hello, dear. Hi. So we've been doing a series of podcasts on Mother's Day, coming up to Mother's Day. So this whole week will be dedicated to Mother's Day. And uh, I I think this is such a a good subject. I think moms and dads will both benefit because we're talking about babies and kids and, uh, and how to relate to them, how to raise them well, how to pour into their lives. You know, I always find it... Um, amazing that that God chose imperfect parents to give complete control to for helpless babies that are then going to shape the world. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> I, it I, is. I've often said, Lord, surely there was a better way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but God, He knows what's best, and so that's what He has chosen: imperfect parents to pour into helpless little babies and children. That will then shape the world, and what what honestly what it does is it drives us all to lean on the Lord more. That's right. We have to lean on Scripture more, lean on the Holy Spirit more, and I believe lean on mentors more. Yes. As a matter of fact, I think if we try to have a go of it without a good mentor teaching us, we're going to make more mistakes. The imperfections of our of our character are going to come out more. So we encourage so you to to have let an older person you know pour into your heart into your ways, into your mind, into your thought processes about raising your children, and you'll do better. I honestly, I'm 54, but uh, and maybe this is outdated to some, but I think that if you're just getting all your information from a book and the internet, you are falling way more short than if you would ask um, someone who's been there and done that for a little bit of input to balance yes. the internet and the book out. Would you agree with that? I definitely agree with that. Yeah, because there's always a new idea Always. On, on the internet. And, you know, there was in our day. Yes. It just all came in the form of books. Right. Now it's books in the internet. Right. But uh, do you find some of these ideas a little off base? Um, <laughs> yeah. I can some tell by them, the way you're laughing that you do. Some of them, yeah, they're, they do seem to be a little out there. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah. And, and, you know, what we find is these things come and they go. And just like that, it all came and they, and they went in our day. But what really what passes the test of time is that solid experience that comes from generation to generation. Yes. And so I, actually that's a little pastoral encouragement I have. If you're a young mom or a young dad, ask for yes, input. I did. You ask for input from someone who's been there and done that along with all of your internet and book learning. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I have a degree in child and family development, but when it came to my own kids, I still needed help. I yeah. still didn't know certain things to do. And, you know, you the things you learn in college and book learning, they just... They fell short. They fell short. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You find out <laughs> they, they fell short. It falls short. <laughs> Four years of college degree and education fell short. I needed mentors that had faith. Mm-hmm. that could teach me their ways of how they raised their kids. And, yeah. and you know, yes, I definitely needed that. Good deal. All right, so we're trying to just give a little bit of that wisdom this week. And today we're going to talk about how to show affection. 
and let me read the passage of Scripture. We're pulling from 1 Thessalonians 2.8, where Paul was talking about himself as he had, he had asked the Holy Spirit to help him be like a mom to the church of Thessalonica. So he says, So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. And that's really the picture of a mom right there, right? Mm-hmm. Is that yes. uh, that baby, they're very dear to us. It's, it's something that God gives a mom is that the baby is automatically dear to you to where you're willing to sacrifice your own life, you know, sleepless nights, all of those kinds of things, right? Right. So um, if, how would you define affection. You know, Paul said, I, I was just affectionately desirous of you. As it relates to um, a, a, a baby, you know, how, what would you define, how would you define affection? Well, affection, it, it seems to come natural to a mom, like we were saying mm-hmm. yesterday, but affection is just that adoration of them and, and physical touch mm-hmm. and your words, uh, loving words, um, the thing, you know, I notice there are moms that necessarily aren't affectionate with adults or even with their grown family members, but a child, Give their, a baby their and child, all of a sudden, a, and they yeah. become naturally affectionate with yeah, them. They just right. want to pour into them that affection, mm-hmm. that love, that mm-hmm. care, that uh, nurturing. Yeah, and I and that's a God's. That's often God's gift to a mom, right? Yes, and that's I what we were saying. So. Uh, sometimes yes. us dads have to look on and say, "What?" <laughs> it, it does come more natural for a mom. Yeah, to and, and, show and that actually, affection. in those early years, dads, if you if you kind of let, you know, your wife teach you a little bit, th- that'll really help you in those first couple of years. You know, what I'm saying yes. when basically the baby just needs affection after affection after affection, right? It's so true. Even in the way you change their diaper, right? It's true. Yes. Yeah. Talk to them when I you used change to sing their to my kids whenever I change their diapers. That's right. You know? Yes, they and, love that. And so, and they do. They they love that. So, okay, let's go into this. Uh, we talked about how affection is natural to a mom. But maybe for dads, some dads, not all dads, but it, it, it has to be learned. <clears throat> Do you think a mom can grow in her affection? Definitely. Yes, you can. You know, as you pray and ask God to show you your child's gifts and needs and ways to affirm and love them, your affection grows. It just does. Do you, do you feel like affection can decline in a mom? Yes, it can, especially... If you're in a difficult stage where it's all defiance and it's all a war and, you know, mamas, we need that extra strength and grace to love our children unconditionally and not lose that affection for them. So the young mamas are up at night a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Does that that affect the affection? uh, Um, I don't, you know, it never really did with me. I'm not saying I didn't get tired, but I did not ever f- lose my affection during okay. that stage. All right. I think losing the affection comes later in their lives. Okay, when when the wheel's being tested again. Yes, not and not even the two-year-old. Well, I'm talking more of the 10-year-old. The, okay. And when, the, you know, things are starting to just become mm-hmm. more defiant, the teenager. Yeah. That's when really you need 
to see your child as God sees your child Mm. and not as you're seeing them every day being Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You know, I mean, you never know who you're going to get sometimes when they come in the room as they get to be 10 and up and as they get to be a teenager and whatnot. So you just, you need the Lord to really help you to uh, not let that affection go. Yeah, so what you're saying is as they age, especially as a mom has to release them more, right? Definitely. Then your affection might get tested. Yes. So, what are some things you did um, to try to say, you know, Lord, I need to remain affectionate with this 10 year old or whatever that is just a challenge at this point, or this 13 year old that is just a challenge? They need they need discipline, but they also need affection. What what are you What are some things you did? Well, some of it is just being there mm-hmm. when they need it. Now, they think they don't need a mom at that age, mm-hmm. you know, when they're the tween, mm-hmm. the tween age and the preteen and then the teen. They just think they don't need that. But, and two, just meeting their needs, mm-hmm. you know, they just making sure Food. they're fed. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> Food is a big deal as they grow and that they know they're going to have the food. Mom's there to bring the food and hey, make here's the food. A, here's a little secret we learned. Now we're at the grandparent stage. If you feed them mom's cooking when they're young, you'll be able to control them with mom's cooking when they're older. <laughs> but if you're true. eating out all the time and you're not doing family dinners, family dinners are very important. Family dinners if you're if you're feeding them mom's cooking when they're young, you'll be able to draw them back in when they're adults with mom's cooking. If you feed them, they will come. That's right. <laughs> so there's a little motive to have family dinners instead of just eat out all the time, right? It's so true. Yeah. We enjoyed our family dinners. We yeah. we did. And and yes, spending that time talking about your day, talking about what's going on and 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 learning to eat a variety of foods and all of that. That's mm-hmm. really important yeah. to my their mom, growth. My mom used to uh, uh, cut up the onions and the mushrooms in a blender <laughs> and put them in the spaghetti because she got so tired of us picking those out of the spaghetti. <laughs> Yeah. She was determined we were going to eat those things. Our kids had some pickiness like yeah, that. Yeah, we, 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 we had some of those. Another way with showing affection, I have always hugged and kissed yeah. our kids. We both have always just hugged and kissed our kids and told them we loved them. That's just something, even when they can be unlovely, we've mm-hmm. still done it. Just being for, there for them. And that shows that shows affection. That wasn't natural for me. I had to kind of watch and learn a lot mm-hmm. in that because... My, I came from a good providing family, but we were not very affectionate in the way that we touched one another or, I was or, or expressed. Yes. yes. So that was a, a learning curve it, for me. It, it makes a difference. And the funny thing I was, I was just thinking the other day, uh, just talking about affection and whatnot, two of our grown kids were talking about how well I took care of them when they were sick. Mm. And... Mm. Um, you know, they, they were talking how one of them's picked that up now as an adult Mm. because he was being, you know, very nurturing and Mm. taking care of his girlfriend when she was sick. And, but then there was the other one that just hasn't quite picked that up. (laughs) So, you know, they do learn those things and, and it means a lot to them. That is showing affection by just taking care of them. Yeah. Uh, let me, one last thought before we close this podcast down. I noticed that uh, 
you play with our grandson a lot. Now, you know, maybe this is easier for a grandparent than a mom, right? Because moms feel all the pressure. So they get tempted not to play with their children because of mm. the pressure they feel, right? Yes, yes. And then the grandparents come along and it's like, uh, yeah, we're going to play with this, you know. Yeah. So, but divided attention. Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, children thrive on attention, right? They do. I remember a little game we used to play with, um, with some of our kids when they were little is as they were leaving for school, now we cheated, but um, we came up with the little rhymes to say goodbye, you know? Yes. You know, can you remember some of those? Bye-bye, butterfly. That's right. See you later, alligator. Uh-huh. After a while, crocodile. Yeah, and we came up, by the way, we actually looked on the internet and came up <laughs> with a list of 10 of these. <laughs> so what would happen was our child would spend all day day coming up with another one at school trying to and they were being creative coming up and they were going to surprise us with one and they would but we had a list of 10 ready to go so we could always one up them i've started this with peyton (laughs) really and he just thinks it's so funny Uh he hasn't you know been able to say it yet because he's only two and a half but he thinks it's hilarious when i just list off several things you know yeah. uh see you soon baboon uh-huh. you know and he just thought that one was hilarious so yeah it's those little games that are fun and just give them that extra attention yeah as they're on their way to school right yes so um let's close it down on that just show affection is so important this is a mom's gift from the lord is affection towards our children amen thank you for joining us today At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.